Get ready, my little gay babies, because it's time for Gay Pimpin' with Johnny McGovern! He better work it out, girl. Yes, girl, that is Johnny. The one, the only McGovern, honey. Yes, girl, that is his cocktail in his hand. And the other one, girl. You better back up, honey. He's gonna let you have it. Work. DJ, DJ, make it hot. Ooh, you got me burning up. Work it, DJ, turn it up. With Johnny McGovern, featuring Linda James and Craig Boy Martin. And Craig T, my favorite bartender, he always be hooking me up. Okay. Yes, DJ, DJ, make DJ, it hot. DJ. You, you got me burning up. Mm-hmm. Work it, DJ, turn, turn it up. up. Make them throw their hands up. That's right. That's a little exclusive sneak preview. Oh, Johnny McGovern exclusive. A little, taste, a, little a little taste of what's in store when the taste. gay thriller gets released. And when I say the gay thriller, I mean my new record, Gays Gone Wild, coming <laughs> to you soon. Shocking. I'm just feeding Another you a little shocking, taste. Another shocking moment when Johnny McGovern compares himself to Michael Jotham, inappropriately, Michael. hugely <laughs> famous pop star. Uh, and what's wrong with that, Linda? And you know nothing. what? There's nothing what's wrong the with motto that? of this show, Linda? Fake, Fake it, it till you make it. it. So in my opinion, and yours too, or else I'm getting a new co-host. Well, you know. What's li- going to be the gay thriller this year, Linda? So, Johnny McGovern's Gay's Gone Wild album. Oh, thanks for saying that. She's so sweet. <laughs> uh, Linda James is not under contract. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, it's Fashion Week. Fashion Week, you fashion say? Fashion Week. Was you it better fashion- work. Yes, it's Fashion uh, Week. It's one, you know what? It's one of the most evil times of the year. It really is so <laughs> evil. You know, I love fashion, okay? Me too. I'm a big faggoty homo. I, you know, this is also the lovely time of year. Fashion Week coincides when the 600 issue, 600 page issue of Vogue comes out. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you. If you're living in Harlem mm-hmm. and you're a large white man mm-hmm. wearing bright colors right. and have things written on your jeans like sucking dick is cool or I hard <laughs> cocks and you're driving the train down from 129. This story sounds familiar. Carrying your fat 600 page issue of Vogue. Hmm, who do we know? Oh, the Bible? That done that. You should probably know that everyone around you thinks you're a faggot. Hmm. And you've just got to be okay with that. Sure. You've got to, even if you're real butch, you got to be okay with whipping, even on my most frat boy days, I'll whip out the 608-page issue of Vogue and flip through. Sometimes Johnny McGovern likes to just ride the subway in cleats, full baseball outfit, gym bag trailing behind him with with a team of young, young gay baseball players. And he likes to just... And they all act super butch, and then they all, in unison, whip out their 600-page issues of Vogue just to gag people. Yeah. Because sometimes know, you, you gotta just be have okay. to gag for the sake of a gag. Gag for gag's sake. And other times, he'll be in the same scenario with the same cast of colorful characters, and he'll open his laptop and play a Golden Girls DVD on the That's A-Train. That's true. <laughs> oh. Thank you for being a friend, A-Train. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so Fashion Week is really an evil, awful time. I was saying that I love fashion, 
But I don't really. I, I've gone to a couple fashion you can't, shows. A whole but, week of fashion. Uh, there's so many, and like, there's so many chances for you to be treated rudely mm-hmm. by Made someone. Made to wait inappropriate amounts of time. Or Develop to, an eating disorder. Yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> and everyone's trying to get in, and like, you know, if you're invited and you know you got a place, that's one thing. But to try to go and get in, everyone's trying so hard. And I'm everyone's famous. Mean. I'm famous. I'm famous. It's like it's like look at me. I'm look at me. Look at me. And it's like oh, I can just see the pictures of Beyonce. And Jay Z, and that's good enough. It's better in print. It's no one can throw print. shade. Or if you go say, with someone like our, our special guest today, if you go with Frank Fashion, you're in like Flynn. Yeah, hello. Because he's an editor of an undisclosed major fashion magazine. <gasps> so but exciting. We'll, we'll hear more about we'll that hear later. We'll hear more about the mystery. Because, because it's Fashion Week, it's going to be a really exciting show. But before we get the fashion rolling, we have a sad announcement, Martine. What's that? Well, oh. the boys' room. The part, the place you, where oh, you throw your club. The every home week. for Boys Gone Wild Friday night. Boys Gone Wild. Boys Gone Wild. Boys Gone Wild. I'm what, what, what swollen. The owners of the bars decided that they were no longer going to work together, and they split up all their properties. And the non-gay <sighs> guy took boys' room and decided he didn't want to do a gay party there anymore. Uh, so all the seven nights of gay parties are homeless. I'm, be- I'm beginning to weep just in thinking about it right now. It makes me, it now makes that Boys Gone Wild song to a funeral dirge. Oh. Friday night. Boys Gone Wild. Friday night. Boys But don't worry, Linda. We found oh, a new home for oh, it. Oh, thank God. We're going to so, be so reopening nervous. in a month in the East oh, Village. I thought, where will I get my dick shows? That's what I was thinking because, you know, I'm, even if we're only going to be closed for a month, it makes me so sad because every week it was like the best dick show ever. Oh. Not on stage necessarily, but I was always in the back changing room. I could really be like, guys, tonight... I want to see a lot of making out. I want to see a lot of boners. I want to see a lot of boner touching. <laughs> I want to see asses. And no, in a normal job, they'd be like, how rude. I mean, Ooh, sexually sexual harassed. harassment. At Boys Going Wild, they'd be like, cool, Johnny. That sounds awesome. Okay. <laughs> That's what you call Johnny McGovern Paradise, my friends. Oh. And for a month, I'm going to be out without my paradise. Oops, my cock's out. That's okay. Oh, don't don't you just it's just like leave you're putting it out. salt on the wound, Martin. I know. Ah, God. Oh, oh. I didn't mean to mention cots being out. I, I'm sorry, man. So oh. boys, boys gone wild is on a month hiatus until we uh, until we get into well, our. What are you new gonna home. do in the meantime? You're just gonna like invite as many go go boys as you can fit into Eddie's house and have them all strip. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's what we're doing after the show tonight. After tonight, we're having a Boys Gone Wild reunion, and I'm just going to ask everyone to take their cock for one last time. It's been one week. It's been a week (laughs) since I've seen all my favorite wieners and asses. We've decided to have a reunion. (laughs) The one week reunion. You know, we all really like each other. And until the party goes back up again in May, every week there'll be a reunion at Eddie's house, and he's buying the beer. So, so Eddie, after the show, it's basically going to be J-Star coming up to you. Uh, Eddie, uh, are we doing this for free tonight? Or what's the deal? And you're going to have to explain to him that this is purely for Johnny McGovern's amusement. Mm-hmm. It's a reunion. We're organizing reunions left and right now just because McGovern can't go a week without a dick show. 
It's a shameful state of events. <laughs> gonna get a dick show. But uh, it's gonna be a fun party later on, and I'm gonna have. We're gonna report to you about it later. We next sure week. will be. But okay, enough. R.I.P. Boys Room. Hello, Boys Gone Wild, starting in May. But and now it's time for oh. the Fashion Week edition of the Nightlife Report. Walk, bitch. And now the New York City Nightlife Report with Johnny McGovern and Linda James. Yeah! Time for Frank Fashion. Frank Fashion is our good friend. He's actually an editor of an, uh, an undisclosed major fashion magazine, which due to due to sexy circumstances can't be set on the air. His name, Frank Fashion. Frankie fashion. He's a mystery. He's an enigma. He's a top secret agent, a foot soldier in the war of fashion. Frankie Fashion. Frank Fashion, uh, what's going on, honey? Hi, Frankie, honey. How are you guys? What's uh, going on? So we got Frank here. Instead of the traditional oh, nightlife I'm report, recovering from Fashion Week. we're going to give you the Frank Fashion Fashion Week report. Dun, dun, dun. Hi, Frank. What's going on? So what's going on, Frankie? It was a big week. It was, it was a, a major week. Sophia Lamar told us, I hated it. I hated it. Uh, I hated the faggots. So um, oh. what, did you, what did you think about the faggots this week at Fashion Week? We get to see lots of clothes and fun things and go to parties. So that part of it Where is, did you go? What shows did you go yes, to? Yes, Frank, make... Okay, this is your job today on the show. Okay. All our little babies who don't get to go to the fashion shows... And all of uh, the uh, normal faggots who don't get to go to the fashion shows are those of us who choose wisely to stay home because we don't want to be treated badly. I don't want the paparazzi by shitty rushing or crummy me faggots. Or like want. me and Linda. I we don't, don't want that paparazzi rushing us. I don't us. need the media's glare oh. on me all, 24 hours a day. Every time. Is Linda so, pregnant? Is Linda <laughs> pregnant? She's not pregnant, okay? <laughs> are you sure? Well, uh, that's a mystery well, to be to be solved later. But so we can't go out because we're just extremely famous. I heard she was sneaking some of Angelina Jolie's. Uh, My bump is growing every day. Some of those fertility drugs. Mm-hmm. Linda has no comment. So Frank, your job is to get, open the doors to the glamorous world, and even if it's shitty and crummy, oh, sure, put some sure. put some glitter on it. Make it shine for me. Well, what do you want to know? Now, what I want to hear is who was hot, who was not, who was sexy, who looked fat. Who was busted? Who was rude? Who was doing coke in the bathroom? That's wow. what I want to you want know the real about. Dirt. I want the real dirt. We don't want any kind of like. I like to look at the clothes because it's very interesting when sometimes right, there's I a glide. It reminds me of Alia or whatever the hell. I don't give a shit. Well, I want to know about fashion sassy shit. So tell me sassy, about not classy, top five shows. Top five shows. Top what five. were they? Um. Wow. Okay. Mark Jacobs. Mark Jacobs, always a winner. My boyfriend went with you to that show. God bless you for taking him. Yes, he, was he did. So right. He was so happy. He was so happy. He was. like, oh. And my boyfriend, folks, is an extremely attractive young man. <laughs> so it's better for him to go with Frank because he's so sexy. No one's ever going to be mean he, to him. He makes a good you know, He's a good accessory, accessory right? Certainly. So good. 
So anyway, Mark Jacobs, what was it? What was the look this season? What was it? A more doom and gloom well, Adam's family shit? Yeah, well, kind of. I'll tell you what. Well, first of all, Mark is usually the, the biggest show, the first big show to kick off the week on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually starts at 8, but is infamous for being really, really late. I mean, they're sewing down to the last second. I've been waiting in that audience, seeing dresses and garment bags being run up the runway to the backstage. So this season, it appears that the shoes were going to be late from Italy. That was so, in the post. Yeah, we knew about the shoes. Drama. You know that? Urgent drama. Totally. No shoes, no show. So. Damn. But they got there on that day, that Monday, so the show was an hour and a half late. Ooh, I bet people were pissed. They were pissed, but since they but were since pre-warned... they announced that they couldn't be too oh, listen, pissed. listen, honey, they were more pissed two years ago when they weren't warned and they sat in that hot auditorium for two hours. Ooh. Then they were pissed. Anna Wintour was fitzing. Yeah, so everybody... <laughs> Can Anna Wintour fits? Anna Wintour is not allowed to glow. It doesn't... Anna Wintour has sweat made up by Prada, injected into her forehead, and when it comes out, it's De La Renta. <laughs> I think what actually is injected My into her forehead doesn't region. allow her to sweat. Oh, <laughs> gossip talk. Anna Wintour says, my cunt smells like Chanel number no. five. <laughs> wow. So Anna was there, right? <laughs> of course she was. Every big fashion she, person is there. Does Anna what? Wintour wear a wig? No, but no, she gets she gets her hair done. Allegedly, she gets her hair and makeup done every morning. When that's a good idea that's when good. you're the editor of Mother Effing Vogue, you also, better get your hair done. She also plays tennis every morning in a Chanel tennis outfit. Mm. Gorgeous. You know, mm-hmm. that's really one of Which, those those lives where you'd like to be that her son or daughter. Oh, well, sure. she's got well, her one daughter. Of I know. Like the editor the of son's Vogue. cute, and the daughter's all set. It's just think of the fun and the fashion you the get. The daughter's got Genius. quite a rack on her, too. Oh, uh, well, okay, more about that. Who else was that? Was Andre there? Andre, Andre Leontali? Of course he was. Oh, what's oh. It, what was Andre wearing? Oh, yes, Andre that's was, really what I want to know. Andre was so funny this week because not only was he photographed in the newspapers, or maybe it was in this Fashion Week Daily, you can see Walking it down the street. Walking down the street. So they had to make a big deal of it, like, does he not have a car budget? But I think, first of all... <laughs> that's so cunty well, and not in a Kevin Obvious way. The New York press is really cunty like that. They especially are. Especially those daily newspapers and stuff, but... So, I mean, first of all, he's on a weight loss regime, if anybody read Vogue would know. Oh, yeah, we know. He's walking we like know. two fucking blocks. So uh-huh. I think that it's okay for him to walk two blocks. But he's doing it in like one day, a bright orange croc trend. <laughs> love him. I love him that's, so that's much. Gorgeous. The next day, the same trench, but like in yellow croc. Gorgeous. He's wearing, know, isn't he covering like everything up like until the reveal? Is he go- He's going for that kind of a weight loss. I heard. No, he's been, well, he's been seen in he's other been seen. things. No, he just likes to make a statement. I mean, the man is so effing tall, too. You know, he's like 6'5", at least. Oh. Uh, I really, Frank, yeah, what are the, the odds, giant. The odds <laughs> that maybe you could be, have, help me have Andre Leon Talley become my best friend? Or at least a f- fancy uncle? Wow. <laughs> like, I wish it was my Johnny, I'm Get in line. Do you think Get in line. I oh, think but you would do good in his cast offs because you guys are both equally tall. Yeah, see? Yeah, you can do How gay pippin would you be in an Andre Leontelli orange you know croc trench? Normally, I, don't, I wouldn't say orange croc and Johnny McGovern might go together, but if my fancy <laughs> uncle, what about Andre Leontelli, dropped it by my East Village penthouse. There was one season that Andre, it was. It was another. It must have been a, a fall winter season because it was cold like it is now, and he was dragging behind him a huge duffel bag, a fur duffel bag by Dior <laughs> that was about as big as Linda James. I swear oh. you not. 
and dragging it like a dead animal behind him. <laughs> but it was so fierce. It was really he amazing. He's just That's so amusing. It looked like he was dragging a dead dog. Well, you have to drag a fur. So if you got fur around, <laughs> you have to drag, you have a, fur, to drag you have to drag a fur. If you're 6'5", almost 7 foot tall, you shouldn't be dragging anything. No, that's how you show he should the have money. Footmen I, you know what I do is I drag it. my fur no. and I have money stuffed inside think, of it, uh -huh. and it just spills out of the coat oh. as I drag it along the floor. Down <laughs> the Fifth old Avenue. money train the move. The old money train is what I do. She loves to whip out the old money train. Well, then, Linda, maybe I should be your footman because I'd love to pick up after you. Sure. Mm, well, you gotta give it back does. at the end. Yeah, <laughs> it's fake <laughs> money. And afterwards, I run behind and pick it up frantically, <laughs> hoping that no one was around. I only do it on empty streets. Rat spoiled again. No job for me. I'll have to stick oh. to the fashion. Damn you! <laughs> um... Did you see so, the Did you see the Olsen twins? I did see the Olsen twins. Did they? I've how, seen them many times. How is Mary that? Kate? They're good. They're cute. I actually I went to a party with Mary Kate one night. She was really cute. really you hung out with her. I wouldn't say hung out because that'd be kind of a stalker move to, to uh -huh. say that. Sure. But you were adjacent. Well, to then her? you could say. Let's if, say she was at you, this party that I I was part of throwing. So she came to my party. Oh. Oh, well, in a, in a smell sense. you, Nancy Drew. Smell that Did you talk one. to her? Did I you smell tell a mystery. Did you talk to her? <laughs> it wasn't hard. The party was very close to this Calvin Klein dinner that I also attended after oh, the show. See, and this oh, is what we're, we're, This is why we have you on the yeah, show. We, we were able to to steal some celebrities from that party and bring them to Ooh. ours. Oh, celebrity! So stealing. was it Mary Kate when that party was going on? Was Mary Kate? At the at death's door during that time, no, or she actually she looks pretty robust. She looks pretty robust. So that was recently. Well, next time you see her, tell her I said that she. I'm happy that I no longer There's... have her on my death watch. That's oh, good. Really? She's off Actually, the death Mary watch. Kate, Mary Kate and Ashley just shot um, a Badly Miska campaign. I saw that. It's genius. Yeah, the Badly Miska thing. We love it. And Mary Kate and Ashley. Big, big turning ads. It. Ashley's turning it. Her, she's giving you face in those pictures mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. those big, big, big fake lips she has now. It's so <laughs> cool. Oh, yes. <laughs> They're like sexy Didn't munchkins. they always have those monkey lips no, when they were babies? No, they've gotten bigger. They've gotten really? bigger. Well, and they've really trimmed well, the little monkey And they noses. haven't gotten bigger. So no, if the they've lips stayed have, the they same must size. be fake. It's yeah. because they started drinking coffee at three years old in order to make it through those days shooting with Stamos that now they're only three foot seven. That's the thing. <laughs> babies. That's child it's abuse. It's stunted Stamos. their growth. We know what you did, Saget. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we're off track now because yeah, uh, we heard yeah. Mark Jacobs. Yes, everyone was there. It was fantastic. On with you, my, my fancy right, uncle. Right. And then so who Mark. Else? So Mark. It started an hour and a half late. Mm. The the music was such a downer. I wanted to slip my wrist with twenty minutes worth of Philip Glass. Oh jeez, oh, Mark Jacobs. Uh, but the clothes. It was pretty incredible. I mean, what he's basically doing is going back to um, to grunge. Uh -huh. Which, so I he's mean, redoing his old grunge collection where he made silk organza thermal hoodies. Yes, exactly. see, you know how baggedy I really am. I mean, when any you true talk fashion, fashion faggot knows that in 1993, Mark Jacobs was fired from Perry Ellis for, mm -hmm. for doing the presenting a grunge collection where he made yes, which silk, was genius. silk chiffon. Buffalo plaids and you know that was the collection that was thermals. originally made for Linda James, though so she was only in sixth grade or something. It really was. <laughs> if we could somehow get you that whole collection, Linda I James. Mean, apparently, she's it still wearing. Really I'm still wearing. She's I'm wearing, actually. She's wearing Vans and you know some layered thermals with some. Look at those chunky. I know. Gorgeous Frank chains. gives me fashions all the those time. Those Leah Sophia he chains. He gave me these Leah Sophia chains that I have on two of them this week. Everyone Jen from Jennifer Aniston to who else? Uh, and then we the opened. Fra she got them last oh, week. I got them because Frank. This is a gorgeous Frank story. So oh, Frank and his good. friend, Danny, right? Danny mm -hmm. from, Nia, from Leah Sophia comes, and they're hanging out at Boys Room with us, and God rest the bar soul. And oh, yeah. so anyway, 
they're um they're, we're talking about the fashion and the, the glitz and the glamour and she, this girl designs this jewelry and so it was beautiful and all her friends were wearing it and I was like I was like oh I love it so Frank was like here that she made this necklace for Khalees Khalees didn't get it now it's yours Linda James and the girl's like yeah take it gorgeous and I was like wow so now I'm I've been pumping. These gorgeous chains that have not, are now in touch magazine. So this that week. was like the Linda James moment of her lifetime, mm-hmm. when the moment you've been waiting for Linda James opens up in touch, and there's a necklace saying, "Hey girl, um, maybe you wear me right now." Well, isn't that Linda why you didn't attend most of the fashion shows? You're trying to stay away from the paparazzi, I so they wouldn't catch to. you and your. Leo Sophia, they have got so many other whores in it. I know, it's true. So, okay, Mark Jacobs was great, but How gloomy. was Baby Fat? You went to Baby, Baby Fat? Baby Fat, did you go to that? Yes, I did. Actually, Baby Fat was really good. I'll tell you, they really ro- reined it in. I mean, there's another rumor that Kamora has been banned from the tent because Baby Fat gets to be such a crazy thug. <laughs> like, I swear to God, once at... Um, there's a, a bank building in Midtown and 35th where they do shows, and I went to a Baby Fat show there, and I almost was killed. I was almost trampled to death. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, but I had to climb <laughs> Another over one to check I, off our list of not going I know, to ever. Thank God. That's well, why I don't go uh, to Baby Fat shows, because I'm afraid of being trampled, trampled to well, death. Well, there used to be so many reasons, but it it's actually, it looked, it was really good. It was really fun. It was in the tents. It was really tight. Oh, so the room not sexy. It was fun. The was pictures are show. very That's glamorous. It. And she's crazy, I think. But she's so she's rich, crazy, she can just get away with cool it. She's yeah. crazy. Oh, honey. She's ruling the world. She's got a makeup line she coming out. She has so out. much. Oh, she just keeps wait. doing it. Yeah. And the ghetto loves every second of it. They do. Because when I lived in Harlem, it was baby fat everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everywhere. You know you know, it's a certain kind of fashion show when the crowd is applauding for models like Omira. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, Naomi, of course. but like, Alec Wack. You know, th- exactly. They did. Yeah. Rousing a plus. That's fierce, too because the black girls are never really represented so it's nice to see them you know there was, we're a big fan like, of black girls on this show on this show holler 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 anyway it's there was like half Asian models and half black girls so it was really that's gorgeous fast, you know with a couple blondies thrown in but did you go you to, rarely get to see that you went to Heather at right of course the How, hometown wh- heroes the hometown heroes well that's why that's why you know Sophia gets so bitter about fashion shows and the faggots because cutting that at normal fashion shows like Oscar and Carolina and these kind of boring old lady shows that I have to go to uh-huh. you get pushed around by old ladies so at mm-hmm. the end of the day, you're not you're not so threatened. You always feel like I could take you, Grandma, if you really uh-huh. push it. There. <laughs> if you really push it, you know I'll push you back. But you know when you go to a show like Heather Rat, where it's you know every club kid in New York, every like college student dying to get in, and they let them in, which makes for a great mix. But it's not you know mm-hmm. the most professional of environments. I'm sure Sophia's probably kicking people out of her seat that she doesn't want to have to deal with. Exactly, mm-hmm. the shitty know. faggots. But it's always, it's and crummy faggots. It's a fun, fun show. Like, Alan Cumming was there, and Jake Shears was there. Sassy. Yeah, it was fun. It's, it's always and fun. Jake Shears says that she used to be a go-go boy. I heard a little gossip from the moosh, Johnny's boyfriend, mm-hmm. who attended that show with you, oh, that Naima right. <laughs> from America's Next Top Model, someone was in her seat, and they wouldn't. Then she was a pussy about, and just stood in the middle of the runway until the show started. Oh, she probably was delusional. Thought maybe if the music started, she could catch a turn down that runway. Oh. Oh. It's too bad. She's got a really fat, dimply ass. Oh, jeez, oh. oh, wow. Did I say that? <laughs> Another thing that was in the press. Did you read this one that Janice Dickinson was at the cock? Oh, I heard Janice no. Dickinson. Janice yes. Dickinson was at the cock. She was at the cock, at straight people. making out with big muscle Marys, and then a straight couple wandered in, and she joined the rousing, you know, crew of faggots that started 
straight bashing them. Oh, <laughs> fine. I'm appalled so by that. So fine. I'm appalled. Oh. I'm appalled, too. At, at a classy establishment like, like the, the cock? cock? But maybe this goes to show that Janice Dickinson really is a drag queen after all. It's Perhaps possible. She is faggoty. I think that's the proof right there. That's mm. very, very amusing. She indeed, maybe she indeed has a penis. I hope so. <laughs> so, Frank, in your opinion, give me list out the top five. Okay, Just who yeah. are the best? Mark Jacobs, parental schooler. Mm-hmm. Those Number two. little lucky little bitches, those parental schooler hoes. You couldn't have said it better. Um, those, I'm always no, jealous. Very, I, they seem nice. Don't be at jealous course. because they're cute. They're very talented. No, that's the problem. They're very <laughs> cute, and they're like, "What? Well, our graduation collection got bought by Barney's, so it's and they're adorable, and now everyone loves them, and it's hard to not be like, screw you, pretty boy. I hate you.' But well, of course, I, I, I'm I, extremely rich and good looking, so it's not me feeling like well, that. Sure. They're I'm sweet people. boys. I've known them for a long time. I basically said that to them one time out oh. in Opaline of all places, screw you pretty boys, and it wound up in the gossips the next day, so I'll take a no comment, but they had a very oh. delicious collection. Um, Vera Wang, surprisingly, for those of you who didn't know that now she's a big ready-to-wear designer, not only hmm. bridal. She used to work at Vogue. She, she had it in she, her blood. She makes me gowns. That's why I think she is actually great as a ready-to-wear designer, because she was an editor at Vogue for like 20 she's years. She's fancy. Yeah. She knows what she's, she's doing. She's brilliant. She's really sweet. She I love tricked Vera. them hoes with the wedding dresses, and now they want everything. <laughs> make them fancy wow. wedding dresses. And make, that's, that's usually a quote from Vera Wang. Smart to I'm going to trick them hoes. <laughs> With these wedding dresses. <laughs> she's smart. An Us Weekly She's quote. smart because most of those hoes only get the money after they wear the wedding Hello. dress. Tell it, girl. Okay, Tell so Vera Wang, two more, two more. Calvin Klein I thought was really great. Um, now designed by Francisco who? Costa Francisco or something? Costa, yes. He's a Brazilian He's guy. He's doing some good stuff. He got some dresses on Scar Joe Oof. and Kira. That's ah. right. I love my dress to Scarlett Johansson. She does a really good job. What does she say about her ass? Is it as weird looking as it did in the Vanity Fair? She's gorgeous. I haven't seen the Vanity Fair. Does her ass look weird? Looks oh, terrible. Very disappointing. Disapp- if, it, if it looks weird, then you have to blame it on the airbrushers, honey, because I'm mm. sure it doesn't look like what it looked like on that day. Mm. Mm. Insight. I'm peeking you. I'm peeking your ass, ScarJo. Um, and then Luella Bartley. That's the fifth. Oh, oh gorgeous. Luella Bartley. You know what? Luella I, Bartley I, was fucking incredible. Luella Bartley. Linda James. I'm bringing you to shows next season. Gorgeous. Oh, I'm gonna Linda have to James. drag you out of your house. I know the I lady doth protect. It's protests. so hard for me. So hard for me to leave my little bubble Kids, of now if you are a lady, or if you dress like a lady, you should run to your um, Target stores now. Because you heard it here from Frankie Fashion, Luella Bartley, one of the top five shows in New York. Luella Bartley's also doing a line for Target. And it's priced between like $10 and $40. It's yeah. so, so cheap. It's so, so fucking cute. So cute. If you do drag or you just want to look kind of womanish, May I suggest you run out and buy yourself a tartan poof mini dress for twenty nine ninety nine. You can't really oh. go wrong with that shit. I've been telling all my favorite drag queens that have little small budgets to go out and get that look for their it's day. Sick. It's, it's sick. good, honey. So get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Frankie Fashion, we're going to yeah. keep you on for a little bit more. Okay. We're going to have a little more magazine talk coming okay, up. Okay, sure. Frankie Fashion, international fashion man of mystery. Work, bitch. Hey, kids. Hey, Johnny. 
Do you guys like ringtones? Uh-huh. Do you like Johnny McGovern songs? Uh-huh. Well, you guys are going to love the new Johnny McGovern ringtones available at GayPimp.com. Wow. Do you have soccer practice? Sure do. Do you have looking cute, feeling cute? Sure do. Will other tunes be available soon? They sure will. Should I tell my friends? Sure should. Yay! Johnny McGovern ringtones available in the store at GayPimp.com. Continue on our fashion frenzy. Ugh, more like, magazines, magazines, more magazines, 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 magazines. Give it all to me. I need us. I need star. I need my in touch. I need my genre magazine. Whoa, it's oh, very interesting that very... You, you mentioned the genre magazine. It is interesting, isn't Linda. it? Guess who we have today? Because right here in the studio. Exclusive. Exclusive. Johnny McGovern. New shit. New shit. Exclusive. Matt Bell. Chris John. In the studio. Work, bitch! Yep, this is our tribute to Hot 97 and any other hot stations around the country. Very good. Linda, you make an extremely good hot Thank you. Little did you know, (laughs) we got editor-in-chief Chris Giampi and pop editor Matt Bell. I've been promoted. Where are you now? I'm the senior editor. Oh, oh that's good. Hey, I was going to say, oh, hey, you go, 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 go with yourself. Uh, Matt Bell. <laughs> now, let me, kids, we're going to get into this later, but Matt Bell's rise to senior editor at Genre Meteoric rise. is quite a, quite a story. Because as those of you who may have seen my looking cute, feeling cute video in, or in particular, the photo on the back cover of the DVD box, because that's where you get most of your super fan mail <laughs> from, That's my where friend. you masturbate Matt most. Matt Bell is the cute boy standing right behind me with his arm up, shirtless, looking sexy. And Matt Bell was a dirty, dirty hoe, sexy... He okay. What Jay is doing now with his I'm J Star Frat Boy Go Go was Star invented. Didn't invent that. He didn't invent it. Matt Bell invented it. <laughs> Matt Bell had for years danced for me at all my parties and was the number one Go Go boy in New York City. You could call him the father of the house of Go Go. I would say <laughs> when Go Go switched over from just being straight hookers. Looking for some extra dough to extremely well-read, sexy, creative gentlemen is the day that Matt <laughs> Bell <laughs> became the number one go-go star in New York. Matt, Isn't that true, Matt oh, Bell? Oh, Johnny, I love you. Mm. He's a vicious go-go. You, Matt Bell, you were such a dirty birdie back in the day, and you brought me so much joy. And you know, Matt Bell, when we, we started the party, we had a big party at the park called the Rambles, which lasted for like two, almost three years. And Matt Bell was we. I took over the party. Dean Johnson had left it, and I was like, "How are we gonna?" They gave me all the ads to do, and I was like, "How are we gonna save this party? What are we gonna do with it?" And I was like, "Matt Bell. We'll put Matt Bell in every advertisement for every party. Matt Bell for like nine months was in every single ad every week <laughs> for the rambles at the park. I know, and it really worked. But Matt Bell, you even before that worked a dirty, dirty hoe as a go-go boy, weren't you? Yeah, the John Street days were. A there was a, a party called John Street that I used to throw that was quite dirty. It was actually, it was me, Dean Johnson, Mistress Formica, and we had people like perform there, like uh, the Scissor Sisters performed there before they were real that famous. It was like your first big party, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a really huge party, but at the same time, people were, there were sex shows and nasty things <laughs> and dirty little places people would go, but at the same time, a light and fun, happy pop fest, but also a dirty, nasty. It was a nice mix of everything. It was a ma- mix of sleaze and glamour. But Matt Bell, you really were a dirty hoe back in the days. Do you have any comments? Well, yeah, I mean, it was... I heard, I heard, I heard oh. legends. 
I've heard legend that for Johnny McGovern's birthday one year, you fucked a boy live on stage. Up the ass. Dressed as a football player. Dressed when as the a other guys were dressed as ravers. Yes. Is that true? Was that you? It's because true. I my... was dressed as a football player, and I did reenact sex with a little raver boy. However, I did not penetrate. Oh, okay. Uh, I still got a little class. I had a little class uh, back then. I wish that story had ended, <laughs> ended the if other way. If there was way. a condom thrown up on stage, maybe. Maybe. You know, but there was no condom around, so. But your dick was on right near his The butt. dick was hard, and it his was ass hard. was open, and uh-huh. it was it looked like sex. That was good. I made it look like sex. It was for, for my birthday. There. I requested that I wanted to have football <laughs> players. I have some Goku boys dressed up as football players, and others dressed up as ravers, and I wanted them to have sex on stage. <laughs> Is that so wrong? No. Not at all. I don't think so. It's your dream. But Johnny, like the, the worst, the worst, well, the best worst thing ever at John Street was the closing night. Do you remember this closing night? Um, a vague. You, had, you wanted all, there was like 20 go-go boys in this mm-hmm. place. Like every, it was a go-go, like the first go-go explosion It ever. was the first go-go explosion. So there was a million of us, and Johnny wanted us all to go up on the stage. So we're all up on the stage, dancing around, dancing around, la da lots of fun. And there was this one go-go, like, man, whose name was Flow Rider. Yes. Who was pretty much a legend in his own right. He's yes. not really a go-go boy, because he looks like a sewer worker. I think he actually was a sewer worker. He looked like the toughest, oh like oh, like Linda James. Imagine if in a movie you you got, you were sold as a mail order bride to uh-huh. someone. Imagine the tough mechanic, hairy forearm, butch daddy that would end up with you as a mail order wife and beat you around a donkey punch and stuff. That's what this guy was <laughs> Let's like. Let's go through with this production. <laughs> so he's a freaky, freaky man. Anyway, so we're all dancing with Lalida, and I'm dancing. It's fun, you know. The music's going, and then. I look up and, and Flo Rider's pulling his pants down. I'm like, not an uncommon event, pulling his pants down. His penis comes out. And then all of a sudden, it was as if someone screamed fire because he started to piss right on top no. of the crowd. And everyone started screaming oh and running God. in all different directions except for one kid who stood there <laughs> and moved up to the center of the stream and opened his mouth and started to drink Flo Rider's pee. And I've never seen oh. a club clear quicker than at that moment. There were people gagging, puking. Running, people drinking five drinks all at once. Who people who like put their drinks down, like you know, second guessing their drinks or whatever. Gets it with pee in the drink. <laughs> now, Matt Bell, isn't the other part of the story that you had had a date once before with that kid <laughs> that got covered in pee, and he, he came up to you <laughs> later <laughs> that night covered in pee, and he was like, "Hey, what's going on?" And we were like, "Did you just get pee?" Was this that is totally you? true. He was flirting with me because he was cute. cute this boy. was a kid that I knew him, and he like we, we he had flirted with Matt Bell one night. I think you guys exchanged numbers, and we were all like, "Yeah, lucky you, Matt Bell wants to talk to you on the phone. How sexy!" And so then the next time I see him was after that because I did miss that. I didn't see that happen, oh. but I did run into this kid on the dance floor and I'm like oh you're sweating he's like no it's pee (laughs) oh my god and and he he went to Matt Bell and was like hey how's it going Matt Bell was like you disgust he was like do you mind did that offend you and I was like I had no comment I was actually speechless because I just was just gagging behind flabbergasted Flabbergasted. Well, that was a really sexy party, and thanks for fulfilling my birthday I'm fantasy. I'm speechless now, Matt Bell. <laughs> of dressing up as John a Street was a lot of fun. Player. It was really a really legendary it. party. Um, yeah, dirty. The first dirty, of many shameful. for Johnny. Of yes, you know, I'm classy now. Y'all classy. <laughs> I'm a little ill now. Now he's got a budget. So. And no, so the thing is, though, Matt Bell didn't end up a tragic story living at the Chelsea Hotel with his wealthy boyfriend smoking crystal meth. Smoking Matt. crystal meth, getting getting donkey punched Take, every getting night. Getting donkey punched every night for fifteen dollars. <laughs> 
And then eventually pictures showed up of him looking pathetic and sad. And people said, didn't that used to be Matt Bell? Matt Bell wisely avoided that path. He's a career go-go boy. He's led, well, he, he, he took right at his peak of his sexy peak. He said, you know what? I've done it. I'm putting it all away. And he went on, he wrote for Next Magazine, and then suddenly he got snapped up by genre, and he's, he's donkey-punched his way through the ranks up there. <laughs> and now you're senior editor. And now you're living the life of every that every go-go boy wishes could happen for them. Uh, to still be sexy, because you still it, are real how sexy. How does it feel to be number one donkey-punch, Matt Bell? <laughs> It feels fabulous. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It feels fantastic. It's very, very exciting. It's super gay. Oh, my God. I didn't think my life could get any gayer when I was dancing. Well, well when you're at genre, I heard from old Chiampi over there that it's jockstraps in the office all day. Is that right, my friend? It's kind of like casual Fridays at other places. Mm. It's kind of like jockstrap Fridays, like today. That's extremely today. fun. Yeah, we had to read an issue today, so I figure might as well do your jockstraps. Why are you doing your jockstraps now? Oh, well, we are. They so are. They're completely naked. Matt Bell is a big boner. Actually, a continuing tradition of, of commenting on all the boners of our guests that I've seen, I have seen Matt Bell's boner. And it's extremely attractive. So if you get a chance to look at it, I would Sometime recommend it. personal time. You know, he's not doing it on the bar anymore. You can't see it like you used to be. It used to the access was really extreme to that. It was so you could Tom, really Dick, have a, and Harry could see Matt Bell's You could Bell's see cock. it, and it was now, sometimes, sometimes no. it, you, you didn't know what you had because you're like, there's Matt Bell's ass and cock again. Yeah. But now, when Seen you it. think back, you're like, oh, God, if only I could see it one more time. Well, you uh, know, I never, it never was supposed to come out. But, you know, we, we have a saying here. Ever. It's called, oops, oops my, my cock's, cock's out. out. <laughs> Um, and that's what happened. Yeah. Oops, my cock was out, and I made like a hundred extra bucks. So it's you know, sometimes that happens. Sometimes a dick show will get you cab fare, my friends. Yeah, like Can I get a dick shit. show? <laughs> Can I get a dick show? So now you write for genre. Now you are very fancy, fancy and man working here with Chris at, at genre. What are your columns that you do at genre yeah. that people know you for and love you mm. so much for? Well, I do the front of book, which mm-hmm. is called The Pulse. Oh, thank you for your Ooh. very magazine industry term. <laughs> thank you. Listen up, kids. <laughs> and show's that's full of, like, trendy stuff, and I'm snarky and obnoxious. Yes. And then I do my favorite thing, which is the totally inappropriate, utterly inoffensive gay quiz. Oh, that was the very gay good. gay quiz. That's very good. This month, in the one the issue coming out, the uh, he has Meet You in the Ladies Room, where you have to match the diva with the action she would take. For example, Britney Spears. Would she... A, sing a song about peeing in the corner of a crowded room. B, pee in her pants while downing a 7-Eleven Big Gulp. C, pee on stage in an award show. I know that was Fergie. Um, <laughs> star, feed a starving African child with minerals from a pee. Pee on Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. I feel like she might do I that. I feel like herself. she might do that one. I'm going to guess B. There's so many more choices. Etc. Star, etc. Uh, which one is there? Tan her pee? Which was the answer, Matt Bell? It was pee while downing a big goal. I thought that. Yeah! Oh! These are very good. And also he has, in this in gay history, the most match the embarrassing gay moment with its year. With such proud gay moments as when George Michael gets caught in the boys' room. When Anne Heche comes out as Celestia. When boy George is arrested for possession of cocaine. Oh, those were the days. When you wear freedom rings in public. That's embarrassing. Dan Renzi annoying the hell out of America. When you see an Indigo Girls concert. 
Right said Fred turns yawn. And finally, the moment we've all most embarrassed of, when you wear Von Dutch. <laughs> we heard that Matt Bell might be starting a blog. Really? Really. And what's its title? Oh, if I was going to start a blog, uh-huh. which I may do if I get unemployed, it will be called TrannyesAndPoop.com. Oh. Your oh, mom is going to be real proud of that one, I'm already bought and try and buy it, girls. <laughs> <laughs> All the trannies uh. just hit the mouth looking for it. What a surprise. Nobody had bought trannies and poop. <laughs> uh. Now, you know, I must say I love genre. Not only because sometimes they let me write things in it, but it's usually very sassy, glamorous. Right this month, this new issue is doing the 15th anniversary issue, I might Ooh, say. Congratulations. What a spectacular. Congratulations. Congratulations. Nationwide. Nationwide. February 28th. But not only... You're so he, he's keeping Matt, it butch. He's, you're keeping it real. Butch. Eddie right now much. has a boner. That's how butch Matt <laughs> Bell is. Eddie's upstairs masturbating. He's like, to the oh sounds god, of... if he does another poop thing, it's gonna be so authentic. <laughs> it's gonna be so oh authentic. God. Oh Please my god. Him... Oh, somebody get him a beer can so he can crush it on his head. <laughs> you're missing Bunny's DVD. That's kind of snarky. Oh well, of course. Yeah. Fluffy. Uh, you also month... run out and purchase her DVD right now on LadyBunny.net because it's. Retardedly wrong. Lady Bunny is one of the most legendary and hilarious, hilarious drag queens. I actually look forward to her column every month, and I'm like, ah, that's the first. She writes a column in the back every single month, and you're lucky because she's not only what I love about Bunny is she's really retarded to the max. Yeah, totally. But she is really smart too, and will make a point and then put poop on it. That's why you like her. That's why she's That's really why she's so great. It's a little bit of intellect, a little bit of poop. There you go. That's really, and so she does have a new DVD called Rated Rated X X for Extra Extra Retarded. And that's at ladybunny.com, right? You can get that? Ladybunny.net. Ladybunny.net. Hey, Ladybunny. Kids, if you don't know who Ladybunny is, once again, you got to check out queenmother.com because she started Wigstock. She's legendary. And she's really just fucking hilarious. She's She's older than your mother. (laughs) Yeah. And she knows a couple cab drivers intimately from what I've heard. Oh, wait till next time. Yeah, wait till next time. Talk to them. Everybody's hot for cab drivers this season, by the way. Everybody is hot for cab drivers this season on Gay Pimp and Charlie Mm, McGovern. For sure. Well, another great section of um, genre is in the back. Um, and the uh, the M for M, I mean the um, <laughs> the PR the PR the genre man section genre gay with genre gay, it's the most appropriate um, personal ad you can ever have. <laughs> you can still you can still be a very nice social worker or HIV counselor and still put a slutty photo. You can up I on have, the thing. You, genre man. My name's Jarek. I'm 35. I'm from Illinois. I help gay retarded kids with autism. But in my spare time, I like to do, you know, wrist curls, ab crunches, that kind of thing. I like long walks on the beach and pony rides. My favorite bar is the manhole. As you can see, my left nipple is pierced. I love piercing, and I'm looking for a partner for life who also enjoys piercing. I like some ink. 8.5. Uncut. Our producer, Eddie Dillard, is the New York City featured genre man this month. And Eddie, uh, Eddie, let's, can you do for me a favor? Will you and, and, and Matt Bell do a, a book on tape version of your, um, of your genre <laughs> of man genre for me? Man? An audio book? So, Matt, Matt Bell, Bell you, you, ask the questions, you ask the questions, and Eddie, you answer in a very natural way, yet as if you're saying it to the reader, yet seductive. <clears throat> when did you come out, Eddie? 
Uh, Mother's Day 2000. Happy Mother's Day. I'm gay. Do you have a nickname? What is it? Uh, Pookie. Spaghetti. Naked Eddie. That's one of my favorites. Naked Eddie's the best one, I think. My Girl, Rosie, Smokey Don't. What is your favorite TV show? Everybody Hates Chris. If you could go back in time to any year, what year would you go to? 1997, when I was 18 and didn't have to care about anything in the world. Well, Whoa, Eddie Dillon. I think, you know what, call the press, Johnny, because I think we're going to win a comedy radio award for that bit we just did Give me right that there. back. Eddie, you not, you can no longer apply for the part of Eddie Dillard on this show. You've been fired. I didn't know what you wanted to do. I'm, gonna get, I'm getting Gary Coleman to come in and play you. And if he's busy, Emmanuel Lewis is going to have to quit the surreal life. So, Eddie's, uh, Eddie, you're very, you look very sexy in this picture. Thank you you look hot. Thank you. Oh, Eddie. So Eddie um, a- answers all of your burning questions about him. You can check out Eddie on page 68 of the March issue of Genre. Eddie, would you like fan mail from your fans? Oh, sure, definitely. If you'd like to, if you see Eddie's picture, if you'd like and to you, date Eddie, because you'd like, that's you know what, what these ads are really if all you'd about like to date Eddie, genre. which is the genre, the fanciest dating ads you could ever get. You can, uh, you can get Eddie at Eddie at GamePimp.com. So, kids, make sure you check out Genre Magazine. It's the 15th anniversary issue. As a very sexy man on the cover, did you get to do this shoot, Matt Bell? That was a Chris shoot. How was that? How is he in real life, this one? He's really uh, sweet and really straight. So we might have to talk to Eddie about how to get there. Oh. But just FYI, mm-hmm. five children. Really? really? All boys. Oh, oh, that's erotic. I like the color. I mean, how inappropriate <laughs> to think that. And, you know, who knows if there's a correlation or not, but huge balls. Wow. Special, really. He's a very, this man is extremely attractive, but not gay, huh? Well, supposedly not. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's. I a, don't think you have that much muscle tone if you're not gay or in showbiz. And he is a model. Mm, I guess that's possible. He's probably very... unnatural. He probably hasn't worked out a day in his life. Probably. That just makes me want to kill him. Fuck that guy on the Fuck cover. Fuck him and his five kids too. Yeah. <laughs> but make sure you check out. Make sure you check out Genre Magazine. It's on your local newsstand. February twenty eighth. And you're having a big party, right? We're having a giant party for our fifteenth year anniversary. It's going to happen at Area one zero zero one eight. In Ooh, New York City. which Ooh. is a big super nightclub. It's a, it's a mega club. All our friends floors. work there. Mistress from Micah and all the kids over there. Man Lepore's over there. All the celebs. Coco Aviance, Erica Aviance, Nita Aviance. It's fantastic. It's really fantastic over there. We have DJ Annie. Oh, that's to the, the oh, Swedish so pop star. The Swedish pop star is spinning on the basement floor from 10 to 12, and it's open bar. And you're I really like her. Invited. Oh. That's fun. Open bar with uh, with genre magazines. Fifteenth anniversary issue. We How always, do you do it? We always get you fucked up. Come on. Fantastic. Thanks for coming in, guys. Love you. Thanks for having us. Bye. Now show me your dick again, man. Looking cute. Hey kids! Hey Johnny! You want to help your daddy Johnny McGovern out? Yeah! Well, why don't you go to GayPimp.com and fill out my survey? Okay! You know why we do that? No! Well, people who want to sponsor the show want to know who you are and to make sure that our show keeps going, we need to tell them! What, Queen? 
Are they gonna spam us? No way. Yay! And yes, it's wow. that time. The time that everybody loves the most. Everyone's favorite time of the show. And my favorite time. How about uh, you, Linda? Oh, I wait and wait and wait all week long for this lady to grace me with her appearance. Mm, she's the best. Yes, it's time for What Sophia Lamar Hates. Hello, Sophia Lamar. Hello. You know, we have drums in here, and I want next time when you announce me, Linda, play the drum. Okay. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I will. I to give you a little more a little spice. spice. Uh-huh. I yeah, like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, we have drums. That's good. We're going to make sure we have drums I, for you next week. You know, I know you told me, and a lot of people, when they see me, they say, oh, I love that. I'm picking you, bitches. Oh, uh, I love it, too. Um, You know, in the 80s and early 90s, um, Brandywine used to have a show on TV called uh, Fashion Patrol. Mm-hmm. And she used to do in that phrase. She used to say in that phrase in the end, in the end of the show. And I don't want anybody give me credit for that. I'm gonna give you credit to her. Smart she doesn't move. Do, she doesn't do it anymore. And you've taken up the torch. I don't have to. to uh, you know, I I don't want anybody think that I'm stealing from anybody. I mm-hmm. give her credit. She say it. She doesn't say it anymore. She don't use it. And I think I think this brilliant. And I'm using it now. I yeah, think it's right. brilliant too. So I'm I, I'm picking at her. I you know I want to thank um, Brandy for you know. Yes, creating, the, creating the, the that phrase. phrase, and I'm gonna use it. You know, I bet. You know, now her ego's being fed, and and that's what you need. And when it comes ego, to the ladies, yes, feeding those ego. Well, 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 well. What do you hate this week, yeah, Sophia? Let's hear it. I gotta know. Well, you know, Fashion Week Whoa. was last week, mm. and I hate fat girl stylists. <laughs> And black, sty- black faggot stylist from LA. <laughs> oh! Oh. That's about seventy thousand people right there. Right. Well, you know, it's, it's just like uh, those stylists from LA. You know, you live in LA. It's different world. It's it's New York. And then this black faggot came to me and said, "Oh, girl, I got a box. They sent me a box to style this video from uh, Dior." And I went with him when he was styling a video. I won't say what video. To be safe, you know, it was a rap video. I don't want to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, faggot, send that box back to Dior. <laughs> because those hoochie mama don't fit in those outfits. Oh. <laughs> they look off on her. And then he say, well, girl, I'm the number one styler in the world. Go to my website. And I say, Faggot, who give you that title number one? What judges? <laughs> who, what, what, what make you number one? Because when somebody say, I'm a number one, this or that, you have to ask questions. What make you number one? Why are you number one? Who give you that title? Uh, what judges? Who is number two, <laughs> number three, number four? That fat girl, the styler too? And, <laughs> and she is an uh, camouflage sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, Eddie's wearing a camouflage sweatshirt today. But he's not a fat oh. girl. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Eddie. But you know what? Eddie doesn't claim that he's number mm-hmm. one. That's true. Number one stylist. How do you know world. about where the stylist charts? The thing with people is when they claim 
this or that, or when they have a job, they styling people, they get paid to styling people, and you see them and you go like, Lord, why? <laughs> why does people get paid? So I, and those fat girls, you know, those girls, they're fag, they never did well in the school, they <laughs> never get laid, everybody hate them, they only hang out with faggots, and then they decide one day they're going to style somebody, and somebody give them a job styling a photo shoe, and they, boom, I'm a styler, and they are standing at the tent, and they say, well, I'm a styler. Well, how many things you styling? Who you styling? I hate them. <laughs> so, so this week, this week I hate all those stylists, those fat girls. They say they styling people, and darling, get on a diet. Oh. And style, you say, because it's not about being skinny. You know, I know a lot of people, they're fat and they have a style. It's not about being black either. I don't want, you know, any message because <laughs> I don't want to email, hate email. I hate what I hate because I know what I should hate. <laughs> That's the truth. And if you want to hate me, oh, you know, you can send me email. Hate email at Sophia Lamar. We'll kill you. It's my website. Go there and send me any message. You Such love a, me or hate it's the me? Such a sunshine website. website. It's you know? the best website title you know, I've ever heard in my life. Send hate mail to Sophia Lamar. We'll you kill you. You can say me you car. love me, you hate me, you whatever you want. Because you know what? We I love freedom of expression, and all those stylists. Mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs> I, hate I can't believe you just gave the. Oh, mwah, 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 mwah. That's the best part of my day. It just happened. Well, well, well. And, you know, remember, whatever you do, I always gonna be picking at you bitches, so keep it cool. Good night. I get tins from all the jets. You suck their dick and still get nuts. You know what that sound means? It's over for me. It's, it's over, over for us. Yes, our Fashion Week show comes to a close. I'm now so you know, sad. kids. Now you know what Fashion Week is about. Evil. Evil. Doom. And glamour. Doom. <laughs> Gloom. And Andre Leon Talley. Uh, Andre Leon Talley, if you're listening, we would like to be adopted by you as you, you to be our fancy uncle. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, you'll be like... Like the unk the man from Annie. You'd be like Auntie Mame. <laughs> you can you please be our Auntie Mame? Please, ma- can, uh, Carl. Pl- even Carl, I would I would Carl, take Carl Lagerfeld as I'd a take fancy Carl uncle too. I take on. I'd even take that bitch Anna Wintour. I'd take her as a fa- sure. fancy auntie. Gosh, what did we learn this week? We learned that we will be happy. We will say nice things about anybody that will adopt us as their our fa- our fancy auntie or uncle. That's true. We also learned that Sophia Lamar. Still, this week, still hateful. Still hateful. Still she hateful. Hates, she hates the black gay stylists from L.A., and she mm-hmm. hates the fat ones, too. So, hmm. so take a listen, if Harumph. that's you. <laughs> Harumph, move or lose some weight. Or just be nicer when you see Sophia Lamar. Probably always a good idea. This is Gay Pimpin' with Johnny McGovern. Later. Bye. Um, what's up, Johnny McGovern? It's your old friend, Courtney Munch. Remember me? I saw you last week. You don't even tell me you're doing a fucking podcast? Huh? Don't include me in it? Or do you have a, like, thing with, you know, real ladies? You only want, you
with fake boobs? Come on, man. There's not a lot of room in the fucking world for straight ladies to make a move into the gay world. I thought that I had it with you. I thought that I could be your fake girlfriend, but no. No. You just leave me to my crazy old ass to make bad decisions on my own, okay? I don't understand. I really, I just, I don't understand, you know? This is really devastating to me. Um, I thought, you know, you always say you love me and you don't even include me. I can't even talk anymore, you know? This is too, too much for me. Um, I expect a callback at the very least, okay? A callback. I want uh, airtime, even if it's... I don't even know. Something. Cause New York City keeps bubbling up.